What's up, guys? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. It's 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time. Here in Los Angeles, it's Monday, May 10th, the year of our Lord, 2021. The year of our Lord is, I believe, the translation for A.D. It's 2021 A.D., Anno Domini, I think. Anno Domini? Meaning the year of our Lord. I'm live on Twitch, Facebook, DLive, YouTube, Periscope, Trovo, TalkStream Live, JLP Live. Those are the two, those latter two are the two audio players. And I have, indeed... Some hand-picked music for you by Christians, I believe. I want to do Long Lost Brother Chris. White Chris is here with me, helping out on the board as usual, making it happen, showing you the pics and all that stuff. And boy, do I have a ton of mess to get through. So anyway... And I will be getting to your calls. 888-775-3773. Let's start with, this is a nice song, nice chill song. I think you will, you just might enjoy it. Or, you may think, oh, James, soft music. Here is Over the Rhine, Over the Rhine, he's a band. Long Lost Brother is the title of this song. Enjoy, and we'll be chatting. Wow. I thought that we'd be further along by now. Isn't this refreshing? I can't remember how <laughs> I stumbled to this place. Um, let's go to the nice, a nice scene. Don't you like her voice? I've seldom seen so much anger. Hey, he passionate, <laughs> says CLC. What's up, CLC? I wanna do better. Horrible already. I wanna try harder. I wanna believe to the letter. Very nice. Jesus Mary. I don't know if they're Catholic. Isn't that nice? See? Christian themes. Stephen Absolution says, Beta soft music. Yeah. Would be nice, lady. Keep your big mouth shut. Ragnar0321 says, makes me want to shoot heroin. <laughs> Terrible, Ragnar0321. Not bad. Ocean. 
Take care of business bear says this is not bad. It's decent music, better than the African chant music of last week. Salters, check out Salters from last week. I don't know if this group would uh, disavow me for playing their music. <laughs> Be like, please don't play my music, our music. It's a husband and wife duo, but they also have like a band. Nice voice, I agree. Makes me feel like I'm getting a tooth drilled out, says DJ Hardmouse. Well, that's how I feel when Nick plays your remixes on it early in the morning. <laughs> hola, hola, hola. Very nice. Somebody wants me to play Tool. I don't know about Tool. Too mainstream. So guys, like I said, I will be taking your calls. 888-775-3773. We'll be reading your super chats. I have a lot of stuff to get through. Some pocket headlines. Some uh, clarification about hate crimes. Don't you like this uh, chorus? I want to try harder. <laughs> she wants to believe the Bible down to the letter, I think. I have some information about Israel and a parallel of what's going on in Israel to what's going on in America. Diversity is good, said the communist. Diversity is what makes the Middle East so peaceful and America. <laughs> Shout out to White Rabbit Radio. Great movie. Anti-racist Hitler. So guys, thank you for enjoying that sweet Satan music as Rafael Alvarado Regis says, calls it, butchered his last name. Play Nine Inch Nails. Okay, guys, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report, the Hake Report, la la la. Oh, it's the Hake Report, the Hake Report, la la la. Hey, guys! I am fine. It is a big mess out there. Um, somebody said, where does Hague find these good songs? Asks Willie Palomino. I don't. Where did I find these good songs? This is stuff that I was listening to like decades ago. But thank you. It's cr- I, I was always out of the mainstream because I was into the Christian music. Was it mainstream Christian music? I don't know. Red Pill XX says, needs more screaming and heavy guitars. Michael Savage calls this whiny chick music. Yes, very true. I caught from the lyrics when I was listening again recently that I don't know who's writing it. If it's the husband, his name is Linford Detweiler, or the wife, I think it's a wife, his wife, Karen Bergquist. Different last name. Feminist? I don't know. Are they married? 
I assumed so, but I could be could be wrong. But it did seem to participate in like man bashing, man bashing, bashing the man. But it's still nice. I like how like heart achy it is. So emotional. And then also like introspective because you can tell like whoever wrote the lyrics dealing with guilt because checking themselves too while judging the the man. <laughs> and again, I don't know if it was her the lyrics or his, but she's singing it. And it seems to be from the perspective of a woman. But anyway, very nice. I first want to clarify before I get to calls, there's one line open, guys. About hate crimes. And I've mentioned this before because there are some excellent journalists out there, independent journalists. And when I say journalists, it might feel like a slap in the face to the people that I'm calling journalists because really they're just honest people putting out the truth. And that's not typically what journalists do, is it now? No, it is not. Those are propagandists who write their feelings into things. They, like, uncritically, unironically call people racist or in things that they say racist. Give me a break. It used to be that journalists didn't call, refer to statements as being racist. Now it's very typical for so-called journalists to call things racist. How far that profession has fallen. But... Even back in years and decades past, they were pretty dishonest even back decades ago. Liars weren't just born yesterday. (laughs) So anyway, um, Vincent James is a guy who's really a researcher type of a guy. And he's talked about how blacks disproportionately make up those who commit hate crimes compared to their population. They're more likely compared to their population. And indeed, he's not the only one saying it. I looked up a Wall Street Journal article of all places. Wall Street Journal is a, what I call far left, enemies of America, rhino outlet, but sometimes they put out information that's true. Some might call them controlled oppositions. And hate crimes are those fake things that it's just a political... It's a political, politicized version way of counting and, um, of counting up for statistics case, uh, sake. And statistics are counted for the sake of propaganda and to, usually to push lies and false solutions on things. And also for, um, an attack on the First Amendment, generally. An attack on the First Amendment. Because usually the way that they prosecute so-called hate crimes is... Oh, it's a crime of bias based on animus toward a particular group, based on race, gender, uh, fake gender identity, fake sexuality, um, religion, perceived nationality, things like that, right? And basically, it's making thoughts a crime, which they don't even know what you're thinking. They're pretending to be mind readers. They base it on Facebook posts many times. Did you know that? Or if somebody says the N-word, if a white says the N-word while knocking out a black, the knockout part is the criminal aspect of it. The N-word part is the First Amendment aspect to it. We have a freedom of speech. 
You have a freedom to speak so-called hate. Anyway, uh, it is an attack on the First Amendment. It's a wedge to introduce the notion of hate speech, which fake anti-American American companies, such as Twitter, Facebook, Google, um, use against us because they don't have the spirit of the First Amendment. If you can't get it off your chest with words, as Jordan B. Peterson actually said on the Jesse Lee Peterson show of quite a few years ago, before many of you even heard of him, by the way, maybe, uh, then what do you have but people starting to lash out in evil ways, actual evil ways. Anyway, this is a headline from the Washington I almost said Washington Compost. It's Wall Street Journal, Rhino Outlet. From May of 2020, a year ago, May 15th, actually, I think, by Gerard Baker. This is the headline. It reads, The often distorted reality of hate crime in America. That since the notion of hate crime is a distorted, is a distortion of reality anyway. But on this headline that they have, I think I put it in the folder, Hate Crimes 2020, on the outside, just a couple of them. It has a picture of a hashtag that some person of color is holding. A hashtag on a sign that reads, hashtag I run with Maud. No, that's not Harold and Maud. If you're one of those weirdos who watch that weirdo old movie, Harold and Maud. No, that's a reference to Ahmad. Ahmad Arbery. Ahmad Arbery was seen on video, video taken by one of the guys now charged with a hate crime when three white guys apparently took it upon themselves to do a citizen's arrest on Ahmad Arbery. I think he goes by, um, went by Ahmad Arbery. A young black man, and I use the term man loosely, he was a young black male, um, adult. And the reason I say I use it loosely is because of past videos showed him to be an erratic, erratic person. And he was, what a shame. But it was, it was a terrible video, of seeing, terrible in the sense that you see a man get shot and go down in the street. It was rough, very rough. But anyway, they were calling it a hate crime. And now they are, a year later, they are prosecu- being prosecuted, less than a year later, for a supposed hate crime. But uh, they try to say, oh, what? Blacks, one of my recent guests, well, my recent guest, let's call it, <laughs> Jeff Charles, at Jeff on the right on Twitter, said that blacks are the primary victims of hate crimes. Well, also, not only are they the primary victims of so-called hate crimes, which is, I say, a misnomer, but according to a paragraph in this article, which references numbers from the Department of Justice, which is really a misnomer, it's a Department of Injustice, they push injustice. They have a civil rights division in which they go after whites and Christians and take up for uh, Black Lives Matter and take up against Christians, and it's just a big mess. The DOJ is a section of the federal government, part of, I think, the executive branch. 
And they were even enemies of Trump, even during the Trump administration, I might add. It's many of them. But anyway, from a single perspective, simple perspective of hate crimes, this man, what's his name? Gerard Baker writes, According to the latest official data from the Justice Department, this was written last year, there were indeed more than twice as many anti-black so-called hate crimes as there were so-called anti-white hate crimes in the 2018, supposedly, even though there's twice as many whites killed by blacks as blacks killed by whites, just side note. But if you adjust the figures for the relative size of each group in the total U.S. population, they show that blacks are 50% overrepresented among perpetrators of these so-called hate crimes, while whites about 25% underrepresented. Interesting, huh? That means if blacks are 12, 13% of the population, maybe 14%, they are 18 to 21% of perpetrators of so-called hate crimes, and whites are what, 60%, 63, 73, 5% of the population, if you uh, count the white Hispanics (laughs) as white, they are less. They are more like 50, 40% of those who perpetrate hate crimes. Interesting, huh? I didn't do the math in my head that well, maybe. (laughs) But, interesting, huh? Interesting. Just a side note. Just because they try to smear... They use it to smear whites anyways, but even as much as they really uh, skew the, the numbers, even as they really skew the numbers, they can't skew it that much. They can't skew it so as to erase the fact that whites are less likely to commit those hate crimes per capita than others. Isn't that interesting? I went to, uh, I went on a little vacation over the weekend. I'll be showing that to you maybe in the top of the next hour. It was fun. Arizona. Hmm. Let me quickly get to a call or two. Let me get to Thomas in Oklahoma. He wants to talk about uh, the police, the attack on police. What's up, Thomas? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well, Hank. Just enjoying my day off. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Nice. You got a day off. Congrats. Yeah, I'm about to start a new job tomorrow, so... Oh, cool. Took a day off. Right on. Hey, about your music real quick, man. I just want to say you got some pretty interesting music that I've never heard, like the X-Toll and that other Soul Junk music. Yeah, cool. I like them. I don't know the other people that this girl you're playing this week, I'm not a huge fan. That worship group you had last week, they're all right. Yeah. But I've never been big into, like, girls singing music or I know. worship music. It's like a cheap... It's like the the female singing is like a cheap draw. It, f- it felt like to me when I was a younger person, <laughs> younger man. <laughs> hey, could I give you a suggestion for a Christian group you should check out? Sure. Uh, since you like hip hop, they're called Scribbling Idiots. Okay. I knew you're gonna cry cringe at that name, but they're uh, really cool. They sound like old school, but they had a few albums that came out in the. That late after 2010 and stuff. So nice, right on. How old are you? I'm 28. I'll okay, be 29 September. 
Nice. But yeah, I was calling about the blacks supposedly being afraid of cops. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that? I, in some cases, maybe, the, I mean, they are taught this fear of police. And I think mm-hmm. that they're playing it up a bit. And if they were that afraid, usually when you're afraid, you freeze. You don't act yeah. erratic. They don't, I mean, they're more likely to take swings at cops. They're more likely to resist arrest. How afraid are you if you're resisting arrest? Se- seems like a mixture of, what are you really afraid of? Many of them, it's been, I've, I've witnessed it when I'm watching these videos. They don't want to go to jail. A jail is a place where many people, and you can't blame them really for this desire not to go to jail. But they make it worse for themselves running and resisting and all that mess. Right. So they talk out of both sides of their mouths. True, Chris. Yeah, go ahead. Right. No, just the point I a little point I had to make on it was that I recently moved more into the city than from the suburb. And there's a lot more black people around. And uh I've noticed that there's less cops too, uh, patrolling in the city than there is at least in the not the city city, but it's like the outskirts of the city, but it's not the suburb. I don't know what you call that. Okay. Yeah. But, I got you. Um, so there's fewer, there's fewer I, cops in the city? Deeper in the city? Right, right. Interesting. Well, especially right now, I probably wouldn't, I don't know if I'd be surprised. Well, because I'll tell you right now, Oklahoma City, uh, which is where I'm staying now, they are actually doing a re- they're reforming, which is basically defunding. They're yeah. trying to do police reform. And it really made me sad. I was like, I didn't think in Oklahoma they would do that. But I saw it on a newspaper, and I picked it up and looked at it. I'm like, wow, they're yeah. really trying to do police reform. And they actually had a recruiting uh, thing of like a week or two ago. Yeah, and I'm just thinking they're probably just trying to get more, di- quote-unquote, diversified. Maybe, yeah. I mean, they they may be desperate for people, and I don't know yeah, if they're I don't know if they're hurting for money too. It's just a big mess. It's a it's a false attack on police based on the perpetrators. The perpetrators are the ones attacking the cops. Right. It's not like they're innocent people getting their rights violated. Right. And I thought about becoming a police officer, but. The, you know, like I was talking, I don't know if you remember our calls before, but kind of about the military and the police force being betafied. Uh, yeah, for sure. And womanized. Uh, so I just decided not to go into the police force because wow. I'd probably rub people the wrong way. Yeah, that's such a shame that they are, they are turning off decent people from coming in. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I got trained in the Army, too, as a medic. So, I mean, I could be a big benefit to them. But yeah. Not for me. I feel like God has different plans, so okay. I'm about to go into carpentry. Nice, That's my new job. That's a nice field. What I was, my point I was getting that was watch your fingers, stay alert. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Luckily, we have these saw stops on uh, our saws in there. Unless you're talking about hand tools, <laughs> right? That will stop the saw if your finger gets close to it. I've yeah, seen those. I watch out. Yeah, nothing. Nothing um, protects you like awareness, though. Alertness. Don't be thinking about right, other things. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't be lost in my th- in my head. Yeah. My, uh, in fact, one of the guys who worked at the board here, b- 
before Joel. He cut his finger mm-hmm. off. He uh, wow. he was doing some work wow. or, or for his own house. Like his whole finger? His whole, pretty much his whole pointer. I don't know if maybe it left a little bit of a stub, but I think it's his left hand, his pointer finger, just got caught in, I don't know if it was the table saw that he was using or the or what it was, but um, he lo- he lost it. Now he wears like a rubber finger that straps around his uh, thumb area and holds it like that. And uh, it's a mess. And he was doing, he's still working. But uh, in fact, that same guy, <laughs> he, he built our stage. He and Bill built our beautiful stage that's in, uh, that we do church with Jesse Lee Peterson and the Fallen State on. He helped build that thing. Wow. Uh, but he that's didn't get injured man. doing work for us. He got injured doing work for himself later. Just for all the lawyers out there, just so you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to say about black people being afraid of police. I drive around a lot, and I used to do flower delivery with the job I did have. Now I'm starting carpentry. Nice. But I see a lot of black people driving around like bats out of hell. Yeah. And they're the most aggressive drivers, too, that I've seen. I mean, they're... So there's these other white ladies in their minivans that are driving like jerks, too. Yep. But I've seen the majority, now that I've been in a more black area, I see these black people driving around faster than anybody on the road. I really believe that. They claim it's driving while black that they're stopped much more, and I don't buy it. I really don't buy it. Right. At all. So that was just more proof onto, you know, how black people are not afraid of the police. Yeah. True. And, I know uh, they get they get stopped by the cops and they say, "Oh, you're stopping me because I'm black." What a what a setup! What a brainwashing disservice they've done to the black kids, generations like and generations, dumb, to teach them. Like that dumb lady that got pulled over by the Mexican cop. <laughs> right. Yeah. Over here in uh, San Dimas, California, in L.A. County. Yep. She started cussing him out, saying, "You'll never right? be white. As much as you're trying to be white, ridiculous." Did y'all play that video on the show? I think that Nick and Jesse may have played it on the show. I, I believe so. I'm not positive. Right. Shout out to Nick, too, for holding down the show. He did a pretty good job. Yeah. He's enjoyable to listen to, man. And he comes up with stuff that's his own. Yeah, we did play it on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, I believe, last week. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I wanted to make sure I called in today because with my new job, I won't really be able to call in right on. or listen to your show as much. I'll have to listen to it you know, later. Cool. But we're not supposed to have headphones on in the shop. That's but smart. That's good. Wherever we're out on the job, we can listen to music. I don't know why. But. Yeah, and sometimes you may n- want to just work in silence. You can focus better. And uh, Samuel, Mexican car wash boy, I don't know if you listen to Church with Jesse Lee Peterson, but he talked about how Sometimes he just doesn't listen to music when he's doing his, he spends hours and hours detailing cars, right? And he makes sure he does a good job, and oftentimes he'll play music, but oftentimes he just won't play anything. Or podcasts, he'll think about, oh, I want to play podcasts, so I'm doing two things at once, right? (laughs) But you can actually um, be clearer, more efficient, and all that without without the, the distraction. So, anyway... Yeah, I agree. The silent prayers helped me out a whole lot because I've realized how I'm constantly having to keep myself basically distracted. Yeah. Yep. So I'm, you know, been working on that and doing it less, you know, like, all right, I don't have to have something going in the background all the time while I'm doing something. 
Right. And uh, it's kind of like, you know, when you're uh, mowing the lawn, it can be like therapeutic, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Or I used cleaning. to love doing that. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. I, I've been working at the carpentry place for a few days before I transition jobs. And, you know, you just get in there with the sander and you start working and it's like two hours goes by like nothing. Yeah. You're, just, you're kind of like meditating, just, you know, running the sander. Yep. Yeah. I started out sanding in the shop that I worked, where I worked uh, for several years. I was sanding and sanding and sanding and then they brought me in and I started designing the cabinets. <laughs> I started doing a white nice. job. <laughs> That's cool, Thomas. I appreciate well, good that. Good to talk to you, Hake. Good to hear from you. Yes, appreciate sir. That. Uh, maybe if I can get in. Oh, uh, I, this was the last thing I was going to ask is, how do I get sponsored to get to the men's conference? Because I want to go with my dad, but my dad's saying uh, he can't afford to basically pay for himself, so I was going to pay for him. Okay, just contact us at the office. You know our office number? And uh, and ask about it because I don't know the details on on how they to apply or whatever. Office? Yeah, the bond office. Okay, because I went online, I thought I'd see like a link for it or something, but yeah, I don't think that we have a link, a particular link set up in terms of applying for this the scholarship or whatever um, gotcha. to get over there. I don't think we have any really links set up. So just contact us. My dad. Cool man. But he was he saw the price and he was like, I don't know for. Three hours or four hours, I don't know if it'll be worth it to spend all the money <laughs> to get down there. Well, if he doesn't want to go, you don't. You probably shouldn't force him or or press the issue. But um, I yeah, guess I, I can find something else. I'm just I need to go do something with my dad because his mental health is getting oh, okay. into the age where he's going down the hill pretty fast. This last year, yeah. Okay, sorry to hear that, man. So, no, no. Well, worries. if it works out, it works out. If if he doesn't end up going, hopefully uh, you can join us, and we'll have a good time. All righty. Do you all know, can you reveal any of the guests you know are going to be there? Not at this time, but listen out for an upcoming announcements. I'm sure we will be putting it out um, soon as, as, time, as the time comes, as the time approaches. So no, uh, Lord is willing. No secrets from me like yet. Says. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to make it. Cool, Thomas. Appreciate you, man. Take care. All right, have a good day. All right. Yeah, he's right. It's it's interesting. It's always interesting to me to hear people's common experience with what's going on in the world um, versus what the fake narrative is, right? You know, Disney, I'm going to get to Disney. They, in a, I'll get to Disney later. But they're pushing this propaganda, this anti-American propaganda. Anti-white. Really anti-black, too, if you think about it. Anti-everybody. Um, because they're putting out lies. And pretending, oh, this white supremacy and white privilege is real. And they're, ref- they're recommending this ridiculous book by this ridiculous woman who works for or worked for a ridiculous organization called the ACLU, the Un-American, as Jesse Lee Peterson rightly calls them, Un-American Civil Liberties Union, right? ACLU. Michelle Alexander worked for them up in like maybe Oakland, California or something like that. She's, she was married to a, 
a, another a lawyer guy, I think, who worked for the Obama administration, another black guy, Michelle Alexander, who was interviewed by Jesse Lee Peterson back in 2010, maybe. She came out with this dumb book called The New Jim Crow, Mass Incarceration in the Age of Colorblindness. But she worked before that, before coming out with this dumb book, she worked, and it's all popular with the, that dumb book, is popular with the liberals, right? Actors and dummies, suckers, right? Suckers, including like this white Chicago pastor who was later interviewed, interviewed by Jesse Lee Peterson, a Black Lives Matter supporting so-called white pastor. Supposedly a Christian. I'm blanking on that guy's name, but anyway, she worked for the driving while black aspect of the evil ACLUs. It's a communist organization, anti-American, just outright anti-American. They're, they're working on behalf of these illegals and invaders who are coming into the country. To, to this day, they're coming in. And our Border Patrol type people are helping them come in across the Rio Grande. To this day! It's disgusting. Shout out to that Chad from the local Fox station here. Young man, I'm blanking on his name, but he's down there at the border. Documenting what's going on. So they're not undocumented. <laughs> Actually, they're, they're, yeah, Malusian. Bill, Mal- Bill Malusian, right? Yeah. What, a, what a Chad name to be, a, so, such a young man and be called Bill. Wow. That's dope. <laughs> but they're lying. And, um... There are select few people who are sort of off the, off the beaten path. I mentioned Vincent James um, of the Red Elephants. Is it theredelephants.com? Um, and also crimeresearch.org. Another former Jesse Lee Peterson show guest, Dr. John R. Lott Jr. Dr. John R. Lott Jr. Man in his, maybe his 50s or 60s, I guess. He's documented the real stuff. He's an author, I think, of a, a book called More Guns, Less Crime. And that's true. But he, he fact-checked the sleazy um, Eric Holder's DOJ report on Ferguson, Missouri. And they pretend, oh, driving while black is a problem nationwide. But nationwide shows, stats show that uh, blacks are more likely to die from car accidents per their share of, of car owners than the average. Did you know that? Or maybe than the, the non-blacks? More likely. And those who do die, they are more likely to have had prior moving violations. Moving violations. That's not just, oh, expired tags. Or, oh, you're, uh, you had something hanging down from your rearview mirror that's, that's illegal to have hanging down your rearview mirror because state lawmakers or the city... Um, want to meddle in how you arrange your car, right? <laughs> because that was supposedly the reason why that 20-year-old guy got himself killed, blah, 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 or whatever his name was. He, uh, he resisted arrest, tried to drive off. The woman cop was all, taser, taser, taser. <laughs> shot him. Single shot. But he, she killed him. It might have been justified because his hands may not have been visible. And when your hands are not visible, you're potentially a threat. Many people, many a people at a 
just a normal traffic stop. Well, this guy had warrants. He was being arrested. And a normal traffic stop will shoot and kill cops. Shoot him in the head. I showed you a, a suspected cartel member, definitely a drug dealer, who uh, took a, like an AR and shot and killed the cop. Just like a, like a worse than a dog because you wouldn't even treat a dog this way. Unless it was like a crazy dog that was trying to kill you and children <laughs> or something. And another, a white guy was acting all pathetic and he uh, shot two cops in the head, killed one of them. The other guy was recovering. It's crazy. Anyway, you can't really take your risk as a cop. Anyway. It's shameful. By the way, I was driving around, show this Stop Asian Hate billboard. This was in L.A., or maybe not L.A., maybe Culver City, which is right down south of us here in L.A. This is a billboard. Looks kind of not morally straight, if you catch my drift, with rainbows. It says, Stop Asian Hate. And it was sponsored, apparently, by the Koreatown Youth Community Center. It has a picture of a purportedly Asian lady, I don't know, with white hair, wearing a mask, you know, the, the China virus mask, communist virus mask. And her mask reads, hate is a virus. You can't really make out the word virus, but that's what, what I believe it says. It says, stop Asian hate, and it has picture, a picture of a dove or, or two, flowers and stuff. Gross, huh? Gross. These people don't know how to battle hatred. They're hateful themselves. Koreatown is a stretch of Los Angeles, not far from us. It was taken over by the Koreans <laughs> after 1965. Jesse Lee Peterson talks about how that area just transformed in his time here. He moved here in, what, roughly 65, maybe. And then, uh, those guys, the Asians took over that section. There are worse places, but anyway. It's pretty disgusting. There was a mass shooting, by the way. I talked about how they're... they're there were multiple so-called mass shootings. And people say, oh, it's all white. Koreans are very racist, says Daniel. Or anti-black. Yeah, and blacks often are. Oh, yeah, Lin Yen Chin says, why would you stop Asian hate? Asians don't have the right to feel hate? Poor thought out slogan. Yeah. Uh, Andy No, speaking of Asians, is an Asian guy who left America. I don't know if he was a citizen, but he grew up, in, I think, in Portland. But he left because Antifa wants his head, right? Black Lives Matter hates him because he's honest. He's like the closest thing to an honest journalist that you hope to get in the mainstream, right? He tweeted out yesterday evening that earlier on Sunday, on Mother's Day, a man, and he uses the term loosely, this mass shooting in Times Square, 
A man carried out a mass shooting in the middle of Times Square. A four-year-old girl and two women were shot. New York Police Department released stills of the suspect. Looks like it's from security camera outside. Who remained at large at that point. I don't know if they've caught him. But, doesn't look like a... Some say, oh, this doesn't look like a white supremacist. But maybe he does believe in so-called white supremacy. Which is a, a misnomer, right? Maybe he is. But that's probably separate from his motive for this thing. Crazy shootings. I was talking about shootings in a Hake News at the end of hour one, I believe. Pushed by CNN. They're like, oh, gun violence. It's not gun violence. It's human violence. Using guns. Misusing guns, one might say. But they don't believe in your freedom. They want to take your freedom and pretend it's not the immorality that they themselves push. Anti-family, anti-God, anti-America, anti-police. Sick. It was indeed a a black guy in that. uh, The suspect. The suspect. He allegedly did it. I don't know if maybe he was framed. We never know, right? It's crazy. Um, quickly, before I get to my second favorite caller, there's one line open, guys, hang tight. I want to show some, uh, pocket headlines, just a few pocket headlines. You know I like to pick on pocket. You might call me a pickpocket, but I'm not a thief, or am I? Pocket is that far left, I guess article aggregator, because it's not even news that they promote. They promote op-eds, you know, and public service announcement type feel-good articles or feel-bad articles. Attack on whites and Christians and men. Seems to be female-minded. They populate the blank Firefox website browser um, blank pages that when you pull up a blank page from the web browser, Firefox. This one is interesting. Mothers. This one is about mothers, because yesterday was Mother's Day. And they promote an article from the far-left enemies of America and enemies of men and, and, honestly, women and children. The Atlantic. The Atlantic props up all kinds of evil, sick people. The Atlantic. They've been around forever. An outlet. Website. Maybe even a magazine at one point, I don't know. But they say three ways, this is their headline, three ways to make your mom, mom, happier on Mother's Day. Mother happiness. Mother happiness should be a, should be a, a goal of adult so-called children. Isn't that a, isn't that an oxymoron, adult children, by the way? If you're an adult, you're not a child. Adult offspring? Anyway. So here's the headline. And it's, the picture is funny. Inside of this pocket headlines uh, section. Theatlantic.com. How adult children affect their mother's happiness. And you see two what look like males, I think, I assume. It's a drawing. It's a hand drawing with colored, scribbly, Lined hair, 
for two of them. Curly hair. And it has happy faces. Some of them turned kind of upside down. Revolving or orbiting, orbiting around this woman's head. And her eyes are closed in bliss as her two purported sons or children have their heads resting on her shoulders. Isn't that a strange picture? And that's the same thing that Jesse Lee Peterson talks about, how women, mothers, like to have the world revolve around them. So she has all these, she has like at least four happy faces revolving around her, uh, orbiting her. Like she's the center of the universe. Plenty of moms feel something less than unmitigated joy around their grown-up kids. Make sure yours feels that she's special or something like that, is what they're about to say. Three ways to make your mom happier on Mother's Day. Do they do this with the fathers? I think they would get mocked. If it were to say plenty of dads feel something less than unmitigated joy when around their so-called adult children, grown-up kids. Grown-up kids, another, another uh, oxymoron. You're an ox and a moron. It's ridiculous. Hey, you and your mother got the same hair. What? How do you know the Atlantic figures? Yeah, it's ridiculous. They're promoting all kinds of female type stuff. Vax Live is another thing that they're pushing from Variety.com. Vax Live. Behind Vax Live, meaning vaccinations. They're pushing vaccinations. How Jennifer Lopez, a misguided woman, old, Foo Fighters, Misguided guys. Obama fans. Give me a break. Foo Fighters came after uh, that one guy died, right? Did he kill himself from Nirvana? Did he kill himself? Yeah, allegedly. Or maybe Courtney Love shot him. (laughs) But I think he killed himself. That guy from, yeah, Kurt Cobain. From that one band and from them they came Foo Fighters. And they're Obama fans. Cringe. They sang, there goes my hero. They sang that song Foo Fighters did in front of Obama at the White House. Ugh. Give me a break. Her, I don't know what H-E-R stands for, her, Selena Gomez, and other gross people. And they're trying to put music back in the, vic- in the venues and promote getting vaccinated. Makes you, like, not trust this stuff when evil people like this, deceivers, are pushing th- these things. It makes you not want them. Shameful. They act like they're heroes. It's ridiculous. Um, here's one about Joe McCarthy. McCarthyism. There's this female senator that they are promoting right now. Smithsonian magazine. Smithsonian. Probably enemies of America, I do believe. Smithsonian Mag promotes the senator who stood up to Joseph McCarthy when no one else would. Joseph McCarthy, from what I hear, was right. He was a man, a senator, I do believe. And he may have been in the 
in one administration or another. He was sounding the alarm about the Reds, the communists. And they called it the Red Scare. Pretending that, that it was just a scare. They being the liberal communist media. Fake news media. They pretend that, oh, it's just a fake scare. But here in America, we have communism right now. Margaret Chase Smith was the first woman to serve in both the House and the Senate. So they're promoting some woman who, uh, isn't it typical of a woman to stand against the man who's standing on what's right? Very typical. Very typical. Anyway, that's, that's enough of that. Well, there's one more. Jeff Bezos has, has advice on raising successful children. He may have a, a good idea, but that guy, I think that he hated his father. I think he never even had anything to do with his father, <laughs> who was a bike shop owner. And his, the bike shop owner didn't even know that his son was Jeff Bezos, by the way. It's from Inc.com. Jeff Bezos. Evil guy. Promoting everything evil. Promotes book burning in the name of Amazon. Raised by a stepfather. And what is he doing? Isn't he divorcing and, re- and getting involved with other women? I don't know how, his, how, how grown his children are. But what a mess. But maybe he has interesting input. He is successful himself in a certain way. I, re- I respect the hustle of creating Amazon. But now, he's not standing for anything right. He owns Washington Compost. He bought Washington Compost, which was a failing, and to this day is failing, in that they are promoting destroying America by casting the easily suckered into darkness. To this day! Yep, it's a fact, Jack. And Amazon is not for freedom or truth or... or, um, or America, they're not. They exploit and make money off of and are immoral. They, they participate in the smears against the South. They banned every Confederate flag paraphernalia that you can buy, that you used to be able to buy on Amazon, and many books and movies and stuff. Evil. Evil people. What a shame. Very typical of these corporations. So guys, let me quickly get to my second favorite caller. It is 9.51 a.m. here in L.A. Earl in Michigan wants to comment on this Arizona audit down in Maricopa County. They are counting, they're checking, double-checking the vote because things, uh, that's the the biggest uh, county in Arizona. And I've said before I don't really have high hopes of the truth really coming out with that, but... We'll see. We shall see. What's up, Earl? How are you doing? Oh, morning, Jesus. Hey. Junior James Hake. Morning. Um, before I begin, I'd like to give out some news that they're charging uh, uh, Derek Chauvin and his cohorts with uh, federal crimes. I know. So they will also be the feds are not to be trusted. Federally. The feds are to be trusted only to um, push evil. Oh, whatever. It's a fact. 
They don't have any you know, business being involved in this local incident whatsoever. It's not local, it's federal. No, it's That's a it's a local incident. It, they had announced it uh, during his trial because they didn't want to interfere with the state. Yeah, they were ready to the to they were ready to arrest him if he were deemed to be innocent. They were going to charge him anyway. Yeah, I know because they, they don't believe in they, they, on they, they don't believe they, in honesty. They were charge him separately, right? For federal crime. Yep. Phony. Total, yeah. Totally so phony. It doesn't matter what, what somebody else charges. It's a matter what they can prove federally. Yeah, they can't but, prove uh, anything federally. They're just sleazy people. Well, that's your opinion. No, yeah, it's a fact. And I say that about you. No, it's the but, truth. Uh, yeah, it's truth because you say it is. No, it's not mind. because I say it is. The feds have no, promoted it's, it's this, it, this false it attack upon whites. They're pretending that white supremacist is the yeah, major it's threat. It's because that's all... You have to be quiet when I'm talking, Earl. You have to be quiet when I'm talking. The feds pretend, oh, white supremacy is the major threat against America right now. The most deadly extremist threat. They are dishonest people. Bunch of liberals. It has been shown over and over again that the feds are a bunch of liberals. Okay, Earl. Yeah, you need to respect when I'm talking. Just you ain't no. I don't need to respect when you're talking. I'm the host. I don't need to respect you either. You don't have to. You, I can just hang up right now if you like. You want yeah, me to hang I can up right hang now? Up on you too. Okay, cool. <laughs> that was fun. Let me get to Skip in Augusta, Georgia. Skip's been on hold forever. Thank you for holding, man. How are you doing? Oh, uh, hey. Bonus is nice. <laughs> Look at here. Yes, sir. Why come? Why come? Earl and Joe King, and well, especially Earl, wants to. Uh, talk about this, what he was just talking about, when he should be talking about what's going on in Chicago and all the major cities, especially Democratic cities. Yeah, Detroit. About the blacks. His Detroit, state. About the blacks killing each other. Right. Why don't he want to talk about that? Where's the solution he has for that? Right. You know? he, do, he has no solution because he doesn't care about that. He is a he, sucker. No, we don't care about it. He is a he useful idiot. A useful idiot. That means that uh, the people who want to usher in evil are using the people who get caught up with all this infighting. And, you know, sometimes we may fall prey to it, the people who are on the right, if we get angry about what's going on. But they are the people who get caught up in this fake Black Lives Matter narrative. They are useful idiots used to divide and conquer and destroy. What a shame. And he is old. Yeah, he's old. Yeah. He's old enough to know that he's old enough to know that when a white man's talking, he needs to be quiet. So you're right <laughs> to get on to him about that. Yeah. Facts. Look, look at here. <laughs> look at here. I was uh, I was doing a little study on gated communities and yeah. uh, how how popular they've become since the '80s, especially. Yeah. And uh, a couple of places have 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 called it. Uh, the secret white society. How uh, white people are segregating <laughs> themselves. From blacks. Right. And, yeah, well... Trayvon Martin was safe. killed in a gated community, I believe. Trayvon Martin. I he slipped in there. Yeah. Neither does George Zimmerman. Yeah, I'm playing you around know, a little bit, but, yeah. it's Jesse was, Jesse was talking earlier about uh, Michelle Obama, how she lives with all the white people on Martha's Vineyard. You're right. Or whatever you call it. People just want to feel safe. They don't want. To, they don't want to be around all this nonsense. I, I would get yeah. If I won the lottery, if I won the lottery today, 
I'd move out this ghetto and get myself into a ghetto community. Yeah, you make a great point, and you and you bring up the fact that this came up in the eighties. In the eighties, that's eighties and nineties is when the crack, the so-called crack epidemic, was going crazy. And we didn't used to have, people didn't used to have bars on their doors, but they have bars on their doors and windows to protect themselves from intruders. And it's not generally white intruders who are the people doing this. It was, it is a crime problem. And, yeah. People say, oh, what about white on white crime? Well, it's much less. It's much less. Per capita. And there's a higher it's number. Getting worse. It's getting worse number, now. Yeah, there's go a higher number of white, There's a higher number of whites than there are blacks, but the blacks are the ones doing the majority of the killing. Yeah. That's 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 for you, Joe King, and you and your statistics. <laughs> right. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, man, that's man, that's but, my problem with these phony black conservatives, as opposed to honest ones like Jesse Lee Peterson, Alan West. Uh, Sheriff David Clark, those guys who are more honest. The right. these black conservatives, like the one that I interviewed, Jeff Charles, he stands around yeah. like, oh, they're doing something about it. Then why? Yeah. He says, oh, there are these organizations that are trying to mitigate crime, but yet this guy goes around thinking that Jesse Lee Peterson hates black people. Jesse Lee Peterson is bringing the solution for blacks, which is responsibility, and all men, responsibility forgiveness, dropping anger, looking at yourself, those things are life-changing and world-changing, potentially, for everybody. But, no, they you know, they sit around like it's not I, a big deal. I was glad when I heard that caller earlier today talk to Jesse about when Jesse was on that, uh, I forget that black woman's show with those other two black guys. Yeah, Tammy Mac, said, the Tammy Mac show, I think is what it is. Yeah. I watched that. That was that was awesome. I mean, Jesse just destroyed them with facts. I yeah, mean, it was the truth. And they just but tripped said, out. Yeah, and he said that one of those guys in a later broadcast was saying the same thing that Jesse was saying about you know. I heard. I thought I heard that caller say that. Yeah. What in the world? And so that spreading that's the awesome. truth. I, I guess maybe. I think Jesse has talked to him, interviewed him once before, but. I tell you what, you keep coming back and listen to the truth. Some people are getting it, you know. Yeah. Maybe he's got it. I hope he has. Yeah. Because he's got a strong, he's got a strong voice in the black community. Yep. And he needs to be, te- he needs to be preaching the truth and not just what blacks want to hear, you know. True. Very true. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, let, let me ask you something else real quick. Okay. Have, have you heard of? Have you heard in New Jersey where if you get your vaccine shot, they give you a free beer? <laughs> no, I haven't heard that. Is that true? I'm not making this up. I'm not making it up. Get Daniel or or, or uh, not worth it. Uh, black. Yeah, uh, I was about to call him Blouse. I was about to call him Pretty Blouse Boy. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> Dang, you're... get get one, get cold. one of them to look it up. Okay, I know that was ugly. <laughs> that was ugly, wasn't it? I'm sorry, Nick. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think look, he's look sorry, Nick. <laughs> I am, Nick. I am. All I right. Am. Uh, look at here. Look it up on Google. That they're they give you a free beer if you're a resident of New Jersey and you get the vaccine, and they're talking about actually paying people if they get the vaccine. Now, now does that yeah. make any sense? Hey, if there's something that's good for you, why you want to have to uh, give an initiative to somebody? 
Right. Besides, just it's going to help you yep. by giving you a beer or paying you to do it. And beer is not good f- for you. It's good to you, but it ain't good for you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Especially the people who are at risk for this stuff. It's ridiculous. Yeah, there is a... I heard yeah. in New York, according to the New York Slimes, the failing New York Slimes, that mm. they were going to give you a free ticket to a, a, either a Yankees game or a Mets game or whatever if you in exchange for getting a vaccine. <laughs> and they're going to segregate them. I can't remember where it is. I saw it in chat earlier, and it, it, it brought it back up. And there's some, some place that would give you some free Krispy Kreme donuts. Right. Yeah. Vaccine. Yep. You know, a free a free PBR and some donuts. I might change my mind. Shoot, I might get that <laughs> <me a> vaccine. <laughs> Not me. Yeah, that's, that those needles I, aren't worth it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know, but I'm that's. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And I'm, then the. Donuts are not good for you either. There was somebody, some woman got not? reamed for saying, oh, you know what, appreciate it, but donuts are not good for you. <laughs> it's yeah. ridiculous. Well, well thank yeah, you. Thank you. Doing a good job. Appreciate nice it, Skip. Share that with you. All right. Talk to you later, buddy. All right. Take care. I have Keith in Illinois coming up next, and then Michael, a first time caller in Downey, California. Uh, he asks, why is Jesus left out of the public schools? And I have many other callers. One line open, guys. But now it is 10.02 a.m. here in L.A. I have another song to get to. This song is another one by Over the Rhine. And I know some of you may not like this softer music, but some of you might. This song is called Suitcase. And it's like such a sad song. But she's also like side criticizing the man. Seemingly, I think it's a man that she's talking to. Um, what you doing with that suitcase? <laughs> like she's getting walk at, walked out on by a man. I don't know her husband or what. But enjoy Suitcase by Over the Rhine, and I will be right back in just two or three minutes. Hang tight and enjoy.
This is so 90s, said Ray, says Raymond 11. Pretty white chick noise, says Lin Yenchin. Thank you, Lin Yenchin. Oh, loud. Music is too girly, says JJ Money. I know. I always close the door. <laughs> Not playing. Um, Shande O'Connor asks <laughs> Sinead O'Connor. Mm. Oh, don't bring her up. My gardeners are wild and I can't even hear. Should I be crying? Asks JJ Money. It's not bad, Lana Del Rey-ish, says uh, Subian Not. This song sounds like Nick's shirt, says Phil Starr. Whoa! That is funny. It's 90s music. Amazing music, Hake, says Steph K. Thank you. Appreciate it. Purdy, Shaggy Boy says. Song is an emotional setup. Not a human, says. Pretty voice. I agree, Jim Justice. Beg you to stay is the line. Karen Williams repeats, yeah. Beta Lady singing. But it's nice. Play some NWA, says Keith Thornton. Play some, somebody said, play some trance for the potheads. No! Now play DMX. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. By the way, this song is... These songs are by Over the Rhine, and I looked up what Rhine, because I knew that Rhine was a river, the River Rhine. It's a river in Europe. So I guess this is a Eurocentric group. The Rhine is one of the major European rivers. One of its major sources in Switzerland flows in a mostly northerly direction through Germany and the Netherlands, emptying into the North Sea. So there you have it, the Rhine River. And speaking of the river, I went to... Willow Beach, onto the Colorado River. There's the Rhine River. Beautiful. Don't you love what's left of Europe that has stayed Europe? Not much of Europe has stayed Europe. Am I right? Or am I right? And I have some pics of my trip this weekend. A bunch of pics, actually. Too many. I went to Willow Beach, Arizona. I went to the Colorado River. Not just Willow Beach, but it's over in Arizona. It's about an hour outside of Las Vegas. This is a big reason why I like to go to Vegas, (laughs) because I like to keep on going to uh, Willow Beach, Arizona. It gets pretty hot there. This is about as late in the year as you want to go, unless you like it being hot or, or very tough. I went and camped there one day, and like 4th of July weekend, some years back with a buddy of mine, and I just slept under the stars 
with a on a tarp <laughs> in shorts and maybe a t-shirt. It didn't get below 90 at night. Wow. But that is in July. But look at the beautiful pictures on the Colorado River. Nice green water. Beautiful rocks, reddish in tone, reddish brown and other colors. A little bit of brush. Very nice. I love it. Uh, Don't you love that green water? Or whatever the color it is. Very pretty. Nature. This is why I like to go to Vegas. (laughs) It beats... We took a boat. We rented a boat. A buddy of mine. Shout out to my friend. He'd never been. He'd heard me raving about this place. Wow, look at that water. That's at like quarter to seven in the morning. Camped. Laid down right on the gravel. Awesome. That's creation. How can you not believe in God? What in the world? We went inside a cave in a boat. Little cave. Took hikes. I'm not used to hiking. I'm sore from rowing. Very pretty. Very pretty. Arizona. Nevada, too. Awesome. Ooh, I want to go, says Karen Williams. Yeah, I do recommend. The Willow Beach Marina. Call ahead. Rent your boat. Mail. Buddy. (laughs) Algae blue. So, beautiful. I recommend it. I recommend it. Let me get to Keith in Illinois. He's been on hold forever. Wants to talk about uh, Goldman Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs America. Keith in Illinois, how are you doing? All right. Hey, how are you, bud? Doing fine. Thank you. I'm glad you hang up on that old sorry low life at Earl. I know. It's ridiculous. I mean, he's just like he ain't nothing but a black female full of hate. Now, when y'all have people that call in, you know, there's, you know, they don't agree. You know what I'm saying? Right. They, they don't have that hatred in their voice. He ain't nothing but a diabetic, little short, ball, fat, bald head, little black female full of hate. That's all he is. So I wouldn't even never talk to him because he has nothing but hate for you yeah. and Jesse Lee and all the crew. I mean, hate, hate, not. I just like a black female, pure hate. I don't know if he's diabetic. I don't know if he's overweight. I think I might have nah, asked him if he is fat, but he, he, nah, I don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, mental picture for sure. Are you on speakerphone nah, right I'm now? Black. I, I'm black. I know them kind of guys. I know how they talk and how <laughs> they pull that head. And probably on SSI yeah. since he was 35 years old. Probably ain't hardly ever worked nowhere. Man, please, I know the type. I'm black. I know. Keith, are you on a speakerphone right now? It's coming in a little rough. Uh, no, I'm not. How is it now? Okay, no, no problem. Just stay close to your phone. I can, I can understand you. It's just a, a little echo to it or something. I got a little excited talking about that lose. I'm sorry. <laughs> just stay close to your phone and it should be fine. Okay. Well, I want to talk about Goldman Sachs, how they donated $10 billion to black women. You know, I guess their plight or whatever. They're, you know, supposed to be suffering. I'm like, okay, well, what about black men, Hispanic men, white men? I mean, most black women I know, you know, if they're not on welfare, they're very educated. And, and, yeah. and surprise the black man as far as, you know, money and, 
and things that they have. You know, a lot of black men are alcoholics in prison. You know, they're beta males. They have been um, homelessness. And that's what Goldman Sachs does. does. That that don't even make any sense to me. I had not heard of that. And what is Goldman Sachs anyway? Are they just some financial group? Goldman Sachs. Yeah, the biggest investment group ever. They're the biggest. Okay. Investment banking investment banking company. Their CEO is yeah. David Solomon. Interesting. Right. He's the one that gave chin. I'm like, wait a minute, what all the black men, okay, I'm, I know Hispanics and white, so I'm just I'm just I'm just going for some reason take them out of ten billion? Where'd 10 you get billion. this info? Oh no, I saw I saw him it was on the uh, 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 the, the, the the Today show. Okay. Wow. Goldman Sachs interesting. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, well, I, like I said, I'm going to exclude my, you know, Hispanic, you know, and my whites and my Indian. No, no I don't mean to exclude, but I'm talking about, you know how many black men are homeless, men and mental Oh, here it is. I, I think. You know how many black men are suffering because of, of black women turning them into beta males? I mean, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're, yeah. They suffer, so, they suffer way more than black black women do. Way more. Way more. Oh, my gosh. This is funny. <laughs> I have to screenshot this. I got to screenshot this. Um, it says Goldman Sachs, 1 million black women, 10 billion in direct investment capital. Yeah. Wow. So you weren't lying. Wow. What in the world? And all these beta males sit around, you don't say nothing about nothing. I mean, it's like all the black men are suffering. I mean, homelessness and right. poverty is unbelievable. It's way more than women, way more. But I'm just showing that's how the liberals do, you know what I'm saying? That, that's how they do, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. then the black women are still calling them racist. They still say ain't nobody doing nothing for them. Right. It's like you're just wasting your time because they still say, you know, that you're racist, you know, it's unfair, you know, everything is unfair. I'm like, but it's, I say, well, y'all got a black female uh, vice president. You had a black male president for eight years. I said, you will never satisfy these people. Quit trying. Yeah. You'll never do it. No. You know, when you brought up the fact that they're, uh, catering to black women. Um, yeah. It made me think of back when in the Alabama special election for U.S. Senator, when wow. uh, Trump appointed the great Jeff Sessions. Some t- I know they had their disagreements, but he was, I think he was a pretty solid in terms of what he was talking about and what he stood for. Uh, mm-hmm. Senator Jeff Sessions, he resigned from the Senate and became the attorney general for the United States before that other guy, William Barr, Bill Barr. And we had a special election and uh, Sean Hannity endorsed some other guy, Mo Brooks, I think. And there was another guy who ran. And then the great Alabama chief justice, former chief justice, Judge Roy Moore, he won the primary for Republicans to run for senator. And then he was opposed by this Democrat named Doug Jones. And black women, I think they voted for Doug Jones, the Democrat, at a rate of something like 98%. Yeah. 98% of black female voters in that election voted for the Democrat. And uh, so everybody was worshiping the black woman. The black woman is God. And there were like Mark Ruffalo, that guy who... That beta male, and I don't use that term very much, just complete simp, kiss-up, who's like, uh, he's an actor who, who plays 
an embarrassingly bad version of the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk, in these dumb superhero movies, liberal superhero oh, yeah, movies. Yeah. Mark Ruffalo said something like, oh, I prayed to God and she was a black woman, or something like that. Wow. He tweeted that out because of these black females who voted for Democrats. So that's why, a simp, that's why they um, prop up black women because they, they end up being suckers for everything evil and supporting everything evil. And they, yeah, it's ridiculous. It, you are right. I, I found uh, some screenshots of this Goldman Sachs PSA or whatever they, they call it. One, it's called One Million Black Women, and I can show you guys the pictures of them. It has this pretty black lady acting all inspired, looking up with some trees in the background behind her. And it talks about, like you said, $10 billion in direct investment capital in partnership with black women-led organizations. Exactly, it's right. to organizations and other partners. One million black women is our investment initiative. We'll commit $10 billion in direct investment capital and $100 million in philanthropic support, philanthropic support to address the dual disproportionate gender and racial biases that black women, oh yeah, intersectionality, have faced for generations, only exacerbated by the so-called scam-demic. And they talk about them as being the breadwinners. The breadwinners. Because, you know, f- women working and then women being so-called single mothers. And they're being what? called essential workers, caregivers, mothers, entrepreneurs. It's basically supporting a backwards society. The men are supposed to be the breadwinners, as well as the men of the ha- of, over the women. But now... They're promoting this self-destruction because, yes. yeah, it's, it's what a shame. And my thing is, I mean, uh, most black women, they're, they're, they're 70% <laughs> of them go to college, so they make more money than black men. I yeah. Mean, and see, the white liberals, they take away our uh, the vocational schools, you know, the uh, yep. trade schools. Now, the, the Democrats are for black people. They don't ever bring back trade schools. They never bring back right. anything that's going to advance them. All they bring in is welfare and socialism. They know what they're doing. They don't want black men to ever, you know what I'm saying, to become men. Yeah. So they never bring in trade schools, you know what I mean? Anything to help them because men like working with their hands. It's bribery to destroy and separate, divide and conquer the, the black men from the, the black women. That, that's exactly what I tell people all the time. And I they, say, favor, know, they mm-hmm. favor the worst offenders because those yes, women do. are not raising good children. No, they're not. No. You you look at all these apex murderers, all these black men that kill these black babies, yeah. their mothers, kill all or kill all the uh, black people in the community that are raised by black women. Same so thing with the white same thing with the hatred. Same thing with the white mass shooters. They're raised by we- women. They don't have their fathers. Right. Yeah. And they're raised with all this hatred and anger like this. See, I see these young men. Listen, let me tell you something. I know you gotta go. I saw I, I was I had a big old Chevy truck. My uh-huh. tires are big. I saw this five-year-old little black boy walking down the street. I'm a big guy. I'm six foot two, muscular. You know what I mean? Big guy. Nice. This little black boy looked at me like if, if I got in that truck, he'd have beat the hell out of me. He looked at me with so much hatred in his eyes. Was, five years old, one even think is my tire. <laughs> where did he get that from? He got that from his house, man. Yeah. That's where he got it from. Yeah. You That's know, true, and I'm gonna man. Say one more thing, and I got to let you go. Now, to me, people don't have to, you know, lose their jobs. Conservative, you know, righteous people don't want to lose their jobs. You vote with your money. I have nothing to do with Disney. I don't do Netflix. I don't do Coca Cola. I don't do baseball. I don't do basketball. Right on. All you got to do, you don't have to say anything to anybody. Right. Quit supporting satanic 
companies and satanic culture. Just take your dollars. And first of all, sports, let me tell you something about sports. We need to be spending more time, you know, with our families, working out, cooking good food, yep. educating ourselves. Sports is three hours of wasted time. All you do is sit there and drink liquor and get fat. Yep. So I want to tell all you sports people and all you athletes and entertainers, we don't need you. You know, you need us. You're not guys like the liberal media make you seem to be. Yep. People need to quit watching sports and, and, and start taking care of themselves. And vote with your dollars, which means you don't support the satanic companies that destroy America. It's just that simple. Yep. Appreciate that, man. It's good to hear from you, all Keith. Thanks a lot, eh? All right. Take care. Hey, Harold. Harold, your fat ass go to hell. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Could have done without that, but uh, Earl is nice at times. Uh, black Womenomics, investing in the underinvested. That's not true. They are subsidized to self-destruct, to self-destruct and to pass destruction on others. It's what a shame. What a terrible shame. Earl just got wrecked, says Chris Anderson. Yeah. You know, quickly, let me get to Michael, a first-time caller in Downey, California. I do want to tell you guys about this stuff that's going on in Israel. It's interesting. It's, in, it's interesting. Um, I don't know the whole story, but it's what I hear. It's, there are parallels to what's going on here in America. Michael, a first-time caller in Downey, California. Excellent place. What's good, up, Michael? Good morning, to you. good morning, sir. How are you? Doing fine. Oh, wonderful. A uh, shout-out to your previous caller. Yeah. Uh, thank you thank you for his patriotism, and thank you for his uh, true belief in God. Very yeah. Very important that uh, we keep Jesus in our hearts and in our souls. Yep. So, uh, I don't know how much time we have, but uh, getting to the to other caller, your, I guess the gentleman, Earl, was his name? Yeah, Earl from Michigan, the guy that I had to hang up on him because he was being, like... He was out of is, line. Is he is he, uh, is he into that Black Lives Matter and all of that? You know, I don't know if he's in per- Black Lives Matter into Black Lives Matter per se because he's an older uh-huh. guy, but he is right. a sucker for all of the mainstream narrative which is in support of the false Black Lives Matter narrative. So right. in that sense, yes, in that sense, yes, but in terms of yeah. marching around being a dummy, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh this is directly to Earl, I'm going to tell you. Why don't you look into the Black Lives Matter co-founders? One of them's name is Patrice Con Colors. Yep. Black Lives Matter raised over $90 million because people like Earl donated to them. Now, I'm not saying that Earl did donate, but uh, Ms. Con Colors just purchased her fourth house for $1.4 million in a predominantly white neighborhood here in yep. Los Angeles. Yeah. And... Uh, that's all I'm going to say about her. And she she ran from JLP. Are... She was interviewed by Jesse Lee Peterson back in like uh-huh. maybe late 20, I want to say late 2014. I remember it was 2014. late 2014 because I was up answering phones way up in Bill's office, actually, because we really? had a flood. And so I wasn't able to be <laughs> down here. And uh, uh, so we were operating uh, on a an interesting way. And yeah, she ran, well, she hung up on Jesse and lied about it to me. Said, I didn't hang up on him. We can reschedule. Yeah, I would definitely, I would, it'd, be, it'd be an honor to have been a guest on Jesse's show. Nice. Um, 
Yeah, it would have been. Uh, my, na- my, my name is Michael Haynes. Okay. I-N-E-S. You can look me up. I ran against Harry Reid for United States Senate. Wow. Okay. So, out of Nevada? Because... Out of Nevada. Okay. I'm living in Downey now. I moved back in 2012. Right on. But yeah, you can see my bio and everything. And sad to say, I haven't grown any new hair since then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but my questions are just a few questions. First of all, to Reverend Al Sharpton, why have you not attended uh, Jaslyn Adams' funeral, the little seven-year-old girl who got killed in Chicago at a McDonald's drive-thru? Yeah. Why haven't you attended the funerals of all of the black-on-black crime in Chicago, not only in Chicago, but all throughout the entire country? Why yeah. do you only go when it fits your evil narrative? Why can't you care for everybody? Right. I don't see, I mean, does this clown know that twice as many white people were murdered by police last year? Not murdered. And black people? Not murdered, well, just unarmed, unarmed killed, yeah. Unarmed, unarmed killing. Yep. I take that word back, murder, yes. You're yeah. right. No, they were killed, but yet I didn't see Reverend Al Sharpton at their funeral yep. and talking and shouting with his bullhorn. Nor any of these other radicals. They only no. have energy when it's to get whitey, to hate whites. And it's wrong. It's yep. wrong. It's so wrong. Because in my opinion, there's no color. We're all one race. We're all the human race. And we're all Jesus Christ's children. And yeah. I ran a platform in 2010. I didn't get a whole lot of votes. I ran as an independent constitutionalist. Okay. But uh, I'll tell you, it was an experience. I bet. Now, we're recalling Gavin Newsom. Yep. Okay. Okay. My question to you is, why don't the states that are in severe question regarding the presidential election do a recall on Joe Biden? Why can't <sighs> that we would be recall nice. him? Wouldn't that be states? nice? Oh, my gosh. It would be terrific because the people that know what he is right now, because we know that Biden is nothing but a puppet. He can't even, hell, he <laughs> you know, he sits there and he tells, uh, I'll be honest with you, he sits there and tells the American people he's going to unite the unite the people of this country. With what? Super glue? Yeah. I mean, we're talking about a man who can't even find his slippers in the morning. Well, that's why okay. I disagree that we're not all Jesus's brothers and sisters, because we are uh, so, th- people are so evil today. But and, he still loves us, no matter what. He right. still loves us, whether or not we are, don't believe in him or not. Yep. He's put us on this earth to give us that choice. He loves us no matter what. He doesn't hate the people. I know. He hates the sin they're committing. And we will all face him no matter the, what Rachel Maddow says. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no matter what, what a mess. Dimwit says. Yeah, I mean, it's believable. So my voice, my opinion is just my opinion. But what I'm saying to everybody out here who's listening, have your faith in Jesus. Believe in him. Love him. Accept him as your Lord and Savior, and you'll be rewarded in the end. Nice, man. And if man. you want, I can, leave my, I can leave my phone number with your guy if you want. Okay. Yeah, and, I'll put uh, you on I hold. Can, Appreciate that, Michael. Be on your show. And God bless you. And, uh, and like I said, why can't we recall in those states for Joe Biden? Because I guarantee if we had a second shot at the Supreme Court, would say yes. I guarantee you Donald Trump would be back in the White House. Yeah. Appreciate it, Michael. And God bless you. You're always welcome, and I hope to talk to you again soon. All right. Take care, man. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. So, I have some Super Chats to read, guys. Jay gave a generous Super Chat on Streamlabs.com slash The Hate Report. Actually, over the weekend, he gave this. And said, Big Brother Hake, I think I know who you are. Calling me that. 
Love you and all the work everyone at Bond does for truth. Take it easy and don't wear out that beta back too much. Lord knows we need it. Beta back stretch. Thank you. Appreciate that. Ask Earl, all the years he's been calling JLP, have things gotten better or worse for blacks? I think I read that one back on Friday. Hydro gave that super chat. It's a good question. Jib jab with the super chat on streamlabs.com slash the hate report. Why the sad songs? Did Holly dump you or what? Come on, man. <laughs> no, but it's a, I liked those songs back 17 years ago, whatever, 18 years ago. I really like those songs. To this day, I like them. Sad songs. To this day. <laughs> No, nothing like that, man. Appreciate that, Jib Jab. Nice to hear from you. And Neocon Slammer, Neocon Slammer, nice, says, Did you see our old buddy Dylon on Vosh or Vosh? Dylon appeared on Vosh, former guest of the Hake Report and former guest of the Fallen State. Dylon. I have not seen that. Thank you for the tip, Neocon Slammer. That is a nice name. <laughs> and by the way, there are some Trovo colorful chats here that I have, I believe. Lin Yen Chin says, I know we can good the hair. I know we can good the hair. Spike up. <laughs> I think he's doing a a riff off of uh, the the theme song for the Jesse Lee Peterson show, Stand Up. Nice. Cheesehead69 gave a... Actually, these are not colorful chats. These are Trovo super caps. Shout out for the super caps on Trovo. Cheesehead69 says, Canadians taking a massive L, as in loss, after the arrest of Arthur... Paulowski. Arthur Paulowski. Is that the name of that Ukrainian guy? Is he a Ukrainian pastor? Arthur Paulowski. Pastor, I believe. What in the world? Arthur Paulowski. Polish, oh, Polish Canadian Protestant street preacher. Pastor of the Cave of Agilem. Congregation in Calgary. Previously led the King's Glory Fellowship. Also founder and pastor of Street Church Ministries. Engages in open-air preaching and Christian street outreach. Arthur Paulowski, who hurled Nazi insults at cops, was arrested and charged after so-called defying public health orders. His Easter confrontation with police went viral. Some weeks back, according to Newsweek and Fox News and Calgary Herald. Yeah, shame on the evil people pushing evil in Canada. But shout out to the, uh, there is a remnant in Canada. You guys standing on what's right. Keep at it. Eh? <laughs> okay, um... Let me, uh... Let 
let me talk with Tony in uh, California. Your your second favorite caller, right? Your first favorite, you you the fans' first favorite is Zach from Columbus, Ohio. I think you're your second favorite caller. I am deeming to be Tony from California. How are you doing, Tony? Tony! He's not ready. You know what? I need to get to this story because it's 1034 here in L.A. right now, and I have been meaning to get to this. I have people on hold. Curtis, Chad, you guys, hang tight. I want to talk about this Israel... Oh, by the way, before I get to this Israel thing, here in America, America first. Always America first. And forever. <laughs> Look at these pictures of this illegal invasion. These are from that guy that I called a Chad. Different from the Chad that I may have on the line. I don't think that's, I don't think that's Bill Malusian I have on the line. Although he would be welcome to call into my show, but... Um, these are pictures of the border where so-called migrants are coming across here being aided and abetted by, I don't know if this is the Border Patrol or what, according to our messed up laws, I hear, people can cross, cut in line, cross any old place that they want. They don't have to cross, they don't have to come to a port of entry and wait in line. They can cut the line. They don't have to apply for coming over here for a green card or uh, residence or... Um, visitation, visiting or whatever. They can just cross any old place, such as the Rio Grande, and we'll help them, not me, but they, the border people, will help them pull them up. And there's pictures of these people. And the board, they're coming in by the droves to this day, to this moment. And it's been happening, happening for days. Venezuelans, actually, supposedly, according to what Bill Malusian is told by several of the migrants that he asked, he says. Several of the migrants I asked said that they are coming from Venezuela. And they're crossing a shallow section of the uh, Rio Grande, Rio Grande River. Coming into, I don't know, Texas or something. Yeah, Del Rio, Texas. Local deputies. They present themselves. They just cross and present themselves. Illegally cross, present themselves. And supposedly that's an, they ab- are abusing our system in order to ev- invade. They're invaders. They don't look that threatening, but you won't like how they vote or their children who, if they are, have children, become born Americans by way of that false, uh, ridiculous caricature of the 14th Amendment. We've been here only an hour and already a large group of 46 migrants just crossed the Rio, Rio Grande, and presented themselves to local deputies in Del Rio, Texas, said Bill Malusian. And you just see them crossing and crossing and crossing. And it's gone on. And they're letting them. You don't have to accept them. We can say we're not, we're not open to these fake refugees anymore. Venezuela? Isn't Venezuela in South America? We don't have to, they don't, we don't have to accept them. These people come in here and still vote in dumb socialism. 
It's evil versus evil in, in Mexico. The government is evil, and the cartels are, are evil. And further south, same thing. They got to fix their own mess. We got plenty of mess, and we don't need it. But, but we are, they are accepting them into America. And it's so-called legal communism. Overwhelm the system. Let them invade and be phony. Preferential treatment. The ACLU, communist ACLU is for this madness and many others. What an invasion. Israel may be dealing with the same thing. I have these pictures, a bunch of pictures, because there's conflict I read about in Hague News in which East Jerusalem is, is where the conflict is. There are like 70 Palestinians who may be up for eviction because... It's kind of like reparations. <laughs> the blacks sometimes, like somebody, some black family, uh, descendants of somebody who owned land that was claimed by eminent domain down in Manhattan Beach, California, right here, just down the road. They got their uh, property back, even though they were supposedly compensated by way of eminent domain. They got it back. It's, it's just a part of reparations, the wrongs done to them, right? Well... Apparently, according to a law, like a 1970 Israeli law, the Jews can go back to this land and claim, reclaim their ancestral land. But there are Palestinians building houses and moving in there, and they're refugees or whatever. And they're getting, some of them are getting evicted, or maybe going to be evicted. And they're rioting, throwing stuff at cops, cops are shooting rubber bullets at them. And the evictions are being called by the evil UN a human rights violation or a war crime or something like that. Or if, if they do it, they're threatening to call it a war crime. But it's a big mess. That's diversity for you. That's a diversity we'll do for you. So there's, it's a huge conflict. Suspicion, division, anger, fighting, happening in America, happening in Israel. The UN's evil Secretary General, Guterres. No, it doesn't have an I in it. It's not Gutierrez, it's Guterres. UN Secretary General, UN is the United Nations. Also enemies of America. He has deep concern over the continuing violence. I have tons and tons of pictures. You can just plow through them all. Uh, Hamas is supposedly a terrorist organization. Hamas fired a rocket into Israel. Israel shot it down because they have this Iron Dome thing. And I think that we helped make that happen. We, by we, I mean America, helped them... uh, build that so-called Iron Dome. That just means that they can shoot, they have this system that can shoot down rockets that are shot into them, shot into their country. Nice, impressive. But it's a big mess. Black Lives Matter, the reason that I'm not too sympathetic to Palestine is because I see all the victim-minded people promoting Palestine. But I have fans of my show who are like, in support of the Palestinians. Maybe they could, they could have their own country, I don't know. 
Although all the liberals are pushing the, the so-called two-state solution, so I really don't know. Because liberals don't come up with, po- with the right solutions to the problems. They just add to the problems. Black Lives Matter was supporting Hamas. So, and so was Occupy Wall Street. They supported the Palestine thing. Occupy Wall Street. So there's a bunch of evil people maybe on many sides, right? On many sides. But listen to this article real quick. Real quick before I get back to calls. Jerusalem Day. Unity in division or contradiction is the headline from the J, J Post by Seth Fransman, May 5th. And you know what? It's funny if you scroll down on this article, which I don't have the picture of it, but it is trans- powered. You can listen to the article powered by Trinity Audio. Interesting. But you can see a picture of a house that got bulldozed. Maybe it was illegally built or something. I don't know. There's demolitions going on. People getting their homes destroyed or whatever. But Jerusalem Day is today, I guess, or was today. Always a day of celebration and contradictions. A day that begins with memorials for Ethiopian Jews. Those are the black ones. The African Jews who died during their aliyah. Not to be confused with the singer. To Israel. In the 80s, I guess it's kind of like a pilgrimage, often ends with a march through the old city and celebrations. The day takes place on the 28th of, of ER, that's their month. The themes are un, unific, reunification and also marked by memorial. In 2010, Benjamin Netanyahu, was the, who was the prime minister then, and to this day he, he kind of is, but it's a big mess because he can't win a, he can't outright win his re-election. They've been going after him big time. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I tend to like him better than any of the people who hate him, right? We honor the heroism of the fighters, their dedication to the mission, and their courageous spirits. We bow our heads in memory of the fighters who fell in the battle of, for Jerusalem. So, Aliyah to Israel isn't just a pilgrimage. It's something, that, something crazy that happened, right? They say every year there's a controversy about the nature of the celebrations. There's an active debate in Israel and the diaspora. The diaspora is, the, I guess, the Jewish people spread around the whole world. The blacks call themselves the diaspora, too, the African diaspora. Ridiculous. But how the day is celebrated and whether it's a day for all Israelis and all Jews, is this a day that unites or divides? Critics say it's been co-opted by the religious Zionists. Zionists, from what I understand, is... The nation of Israel, save the nation of Israel, right? Or whatever. Maintain it, protect it. Nationalism. Or religious youth groups, but religious nationalists, right? Or religious youth groups in general, stripped of the secular underpinnings that also guided those who did the actual liberating of Jerusalem in 1967. So, they say that it's tragic because it's been polarized within Israeli society. Evil people fighting amongst each other. Flag parade throughout the old city has been slammed as racist. Ah, interesting. They're being called racist. Protesters come to denounce it. In 2015, a group of so-called NGOs, non-profits, non-government organizations actually is what NGOs are. They petitioned the High Court of Justice to change the route of, route of the parades and marches seeking to prevent it from entering the Damascus Gate and into the Muslim quarter. It's crazy. 
but they get all fighting happens. D- diversity. That's diversity. What a mess. Terrible. It's hot in here. Can we turn on the AC? Let's turn on the AC. Speaking of that, before I get back to calls, I will rush through this. Disneyland. I promised you I will get to Disneyland. Disneyland does indeed hate white people. You can just kind of slideshow all of these again. It's just a, a big mess, and I'll follow your lead, actually, Chris. Disneyland, the Walt Disney Company came out with this propaganda thing. I got this from a guy um, named, what's that guy's name? Christopher Ruffo, who put out an article in City Journal, city-journal.org. City Journal has some good stuff sometimes. Disney's, Walt Disney Company, reimagine tomorrow where we all belong. And the question in their packet thing is, what can I do about racism? An anti-racism discussion guide. I guess this is for their employees. Allyship. To be an ally for race, race consciousness. And no, they're not talking about whites being conscious of their race and being, being not hating white people. They're talking about uh, pandering to blacks and POCs and everybody non-white. Looking forward, equity, not equality. And that's what Jordan Peterson says. Equality of outcome is what they try to get. So that the little, they have a picture of, a, of three children, one guy tall, another little girl a little shorter, and then a little kid in a wheelchair looking out on the field over a fence. The little girl can barely see over it. The little boy in the, uh, in the wheelchair can't see at all. And the tall boy with the afro can see it. And they all get e- equality as they all get the same equal box to sit on. And equity means the boy in the wheelchair gets a ramp that's all tall. The girl gets two boxes, and the boy stands on the ground. Tall boy. Equality of outcome. And it's a pretense that oh, everybody tries just as hard and is just as talented. They just need the, they just need the extra help. Because of racism, pretending to be that racism is real. They have this Young women of YWCA, isn't that young women of some? It's kind of like the YMCA, only the YWCA. Young women's something, something. This is all pushed by Disney. This uh, propaganda. 21 day racial equity and social justice challenge. And Kaiser Permanente is part of that mess which is a hospital slash health insurance thingy. Social justice advocates. Sick. They push this notion of white privilege. I can take a job with an affirmative action employer without having my coworkers on the job suspect that I got it because of my race, is one quote. Well, the solution is get rid of affirmative action. Duh! But no. They want to blame the people who are suspicious of the fact that there's affirmative action now, and now you are suspected of not having earned your way and gotten special treatment because you're of your race. Affirmative action is the setup, not the uh, 
so-called racism of the people with common sense. I do not have to educate my children to be aware of systemic racism for their own daily physical protection. Uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I am never asked to speak for all people of my racial group. These are all, these are all examples of people who, don't have, who have white privilege. I feel welcomed and normal in the usual walks of public life, institutional and social. This is so female-minded. I can worry about racism without being seen as self-interested or self-seeking. Huh? I have low credibility as a leader. But I can be sure that my race is not the problem. Oh, yeah. Encourage them to suspect, suspect everything is racist. If my day, week, or year is going badly, I do not ask of each negative episode or situation whether it had racial overtones. Give me a break. They have this Hispanic Organization for Leadership Advancement, or OLA. Sick stuff being promoted. Wakanda at Disney. What in the world? Champions business opportunities for blacks. Uh, the wokest place on earth is the name of this article by Christopher F. Rufo. R-U-F-O. Christopher Rufo. Disney, Disneyland, the, was once known as the happiest place on earth. But he's calling it the wokest place on earth. And that's, the, uh, that's an attack on the whites. And it's an attack on the blacks by pushing this fake victimhood. And other POCs, honestly. Of course Disneyland hates white people. Didn't their founder not like the type of people who are pushing this madness? I think that's what I heard. I wonder what their founder is, if he would be rolling around in his grave, allegedly. He was slammed as, he's been slammed more recently, right? It's correct. So let me see if Tony is ready. Let's do a quick call with Tony in California. What's up, Tony? How are you doing? Hey, what's going on, Hank? Not much. What's going on with you? I don't know, man. You had me on hold for 15 minutes. I'm like, what the world going on with you, bro? You better get to your point, Tony. Hey, I guess I have to now since you ate it up. Look here, man. I mean, you talk about the blacks. You talk about the Asians. How come all these white folks killing everybody they see, man? They're killing police. They're killing innocent people. They're shooting up the school system. I don't know, man. I don't know what whites you're talking about. Well, it's in, it's in the news, man. I mean, what's going on in South Carolina? What's going on in Des Moines, Iowa? What's going on in Atlanta, Georgia, man? What's, I'm glad you're. Is, I'm glad you're so concerned about white people, Tony. Thank you for the concern. Well, I, I have to be because y'all concerned about the blacks, so somebody got to be concerned for the whites. You're not concerned about the blacks. I, I, I leave it up to you and Jesse. Oh, you're not concerned at all about the blacks. I leave it up to you and Jesse. You're not concerned about the blacks. I just said. That's you and Jesse's job. Wow, I'm Tony is not concerned folks. about the blacks. Wow. I'm concerned about white folks. Wow, Thank are they you. so evil? Wow, they're killing everything they walk, that they walk up against. They get guns. They're supposed to be using uh, guns. Do you, are you for guns? Are you for guns, Tony? I have no, I, I have no, no opinion on guns, sir. Wow. I don't, I don't deal with You're guns. a man, and you're not for guns. Hey, what do a gun and a man got to do with anything? Do a gun pay my bills? No, it don't. 
Well, it can protect you. Well, Thank I'm you, Tony. Very insightful call. What nice you, he, nice to hear from of? you, man. What are you scared of, bro? Nice call. Appreciate it, Tony. I got to keep moving. Curtis in Minneapolis, Minnesota. How are you doing, Curtis? Good to hear from you. Hey, pretty good, uh, Hake. Um, question. I, I, I was going to drop a topic about, um, you know, about what you said about the federal government um, being filled with liberals and everything like that or what have you. Yeah. And I just want to get your point. Um, when, because America was a concept invented by the exiles of Britain, Europe, and everything like that or what have you, and made for a specific people, right. concept-wise. Um, so when did it go astray? And when did and when did um, these I guess infiltrators seep into the federal government to now all of a sudden bring in the American concept that was originally was meant for into what it is today? And why are they trying to destroy it? That's a good question. I there has always been evil, even amongst even probably at our founding there have been evil people in America. And I know that with the Civil War, there was a lot of mess going on, such that 600,000 or more Americans were killed in the Civil War. And there was some major division and celebration of that division of the people. And um, there were some people who wanted to bring unity back and decency back. That's why they allowed the South to have their southern flag, their, their rebel flag. Because there was a respect for states' rights even left over a little bit afterwards. Right. And then a hundred years ago, more than, actually even during the slavery times, Karl Marx was having his heyday. And he's, he was just really the tip of the iceberg. There was this satanic, um, atheistic secularist uh, notion coming into the world. A whole lot of them were um, pushing this notion of, oh, any type of work that you have to do, even if it's for money, is a form of slavery, and we need to get rid of that. And well, so think- that, was, that was a problem even more than 100 years ago. 100 years ago, we started pushing for... I didn't, but they were pushing for women to vote and just all kinds of female-minded... Not Christian. Some fake Christians were pushing this stuff too, but yeah, for the most then, part, it was they were not Christians. And to this day, most of them are not Christians. There are fake Christians who are doing this stuff, but mostly, day. mostly they're not Christians. But the okay, Christians so, are pretty weak. Okay. And so, this 1965 so. um, immigration act, I heard that that brought in a whole lot of, and that was after decades of this fake anti-racism push, pretending that this, our immigration policy is racist. No. It's ridiculous. Okay, so with the, with the forefathers that, you know, established the, you know, the Constitution, and um, actually even the ones before that, the forefathers that aren't really, really named, but the ones that, you know, went to warfare for not only just Britain, France, Canada, uh, Mexico, Indians, blacks, and everything like that, or have you, we're suffering from their decision. Would you say that? We're, right now, from, from, from 500 years or 600 years ago, we are suffering from their decision. No, I wouldn't say it like wait, that. Hold on, hold on, hold on Hake, though. If you're, if you're saying that it's sinful, though, 
um, have we as a people, and I'm just saying unified in all fronts, have we truly, if we're Christian, have we, have we, have we asked for God's forgiveness for our trespasses as stated in the Lord's Prayer? What are you talking about? If we're going to be honest. You lost me. Well, you say we're a Christian nation. So I'm saying that there's a Christian, in a Christian nation, there's a What are our trespasses in your mind? What are trespasses? Our trespasses is when you go into another country and you, um, and those people welcomed you with open arms and then you went into warfare with them. And then not only went to warfare with well, them, well, you're but talking also, about, also you're talking about, land. you're talking about, Chris, are you talking about, I mean, Curtis, are you talking yes, about sir. way back when, when the Indian, American Indians were fighting with the, the settlers and all that? Well, just, you're, you're claiming a that's a trespass? That we need. Yeah, that, that, we that is a trespass. Here, that's that not a trespass. trespass. You, you don't know what another, you're talking you about. Went from another land. You sound like you a communist. No, I'm not sounding like a communist. You yeah, went you from are. another land. You sounded like a revisionist. You went from another land and you came over on boats, and another people took you in and showed you how to farm the land some and of everything them. like that. Some that's of them. true. And you and you came in from Europe where people were gutting you like chickens. They were hanging you up, gutting you. Tearing keep, you apart, keep it throwing calm. your limbs keep, into keep getting it. fired. Throw- He's getting psycho. He's getting kind of psycho. But thank you, Chris. I mean, Curtis. He's getting a little on edge. You got to calm down, buddy. So I thought that he was getting, I thought he was going in a different direction, actually. <laughs> Interesting. No, we don't have to apologize or ask for forgiveness for those things because. None of us know what really went down. We don't even have the, uh, we don't even, commie alert, says Ned Pepper. Yeah, that's, re- that's re- real revisionist history. Swallowed the anti-white pill. Yeah, that, I thought that he was going for something very different. <laughs> something very different. Interesting. But thanks, man, for your call. You were just getting a little too graphic. If you will. Interesting. Oh, Chad, you dropped off, man. I was going to get to your call. But I appreciate the, uh, I appreciate the, uh, super chat. Chad. I think Chad might have been Neocon Slammer. (laughs) Okay, guys, Um, that's been a kind of interesting show. Pocahontas preferred to live among the colonizers, the colonialists, than with with her own people. That's right, didn't she get with John Smith? John Smith, a real person, right? Shoot with both eyes open, according to the Disney movie. (laughs) Anyway, guys, this has been the Hake Report. TheHakeReport.com for my stuff. JessieLeePeterson.com for Jesse Lee Peterson's stuff. There you can find the, ac- the info to contact us if you want to contact us. Um, get your tickets for the men's conference if you're a man or if you're a male. Uh, Ch- Chad died of old age on hold. Says <laughs> Donning Armor. Yeah, I know. Um, RebuildingTheMan.com slash church. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. We'll talk more maybe tomorrow, right? Take care.
Wow. 